What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, this is Patriot Nick, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, where if you don't like what the host says, he'll threaten to fight you in the streets. Hey, I'm a girl. Oh, wait, that's not the right clip. Guess I have to fight you in the street now. There you go. There you go. Now here's your host. Here's your host. I'll fight you in the street. Eric Zane. I don't care where it is. I will fight you in the street. I gotta get, hold on, I gotta fix this hat. Got the old uh, country of uh, Honduras hat on. Ernie used to say that um, if he was, um, like I would say Honduras, he says Honduras. I guess that's like the way you're supposed to say it. Visiting there. My God. Um, if you ever get the opportunity, you're ever, you're ever like, oh, you know, I want to, I want to take a vacation of a lifetime. Holy crap. I had so much fun there. That was the place where I swam in the ocean where like now I'm like freaked out by that whole thing. After that story about that, uh, shark attack, that dude who was eaten and all they found was half a face. But wow, was that fantastic? I had, uh, so much fun. Welcome in to the Eric St. Show podcast. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Okay, let's get after this right away. Uh, Bill Simonson is the worst. He is abs. I don't know. Out of all of the things on the story about Jawan Howard and... Greg Gard, the coach of Wisconsin. What gets me about Bill is how we're on the same page in terms of like who started it and whose fault it was. But there's one bit of minutia that somehow he's getting wrong. And it's, it's really really staggering to me. I mean, no one out of all the people who say the fine was appropriate. The suspension was appropriate. The fine was not appropriate. The fine, you know, the suspension was not out of all of those things. Cause you have two sides here. Uh, he was uh, doing the right thing. He was doing the wrong thing. Uh, it was bad. It was good. You know, whatever. The one thing that everyone can agree on is that, Howard said, I'll remember that. And then guard got in his way and put his hand on 
uh, guard put his hand on Howard at the at the elbow, the inside of his elbow. Bill says, no, no, no. Howard grabbed guard's shirt. That was the first instance of touching. That was the first aggressive act. He even says, no, no, no. Guard didn't touch him first. He was just trying to shake his hand. It's like, yeah, are you are you fucking stupid? How the fuck could you possibly say that? And, uh, okay. So I thought I was hearing it wrong. I was listening to his dumb show on the radio. And um, he says it. And then I'm like, wait, what? No way. Right? And then um, someone calls up and says, no, 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 you're, you're getting that wrong. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. And he like doubles down and then proceeds to triple down and quadruple down. It's just the, it's a down, down, down show. All he does is double, triple, quadruple down, five times down, six times down over the whole show. And I'm like, how it's like you seek these moments out where you're finally saying the right things about a topic on sports, but yet at the same time, the minutia, the part that no one's arguing about, you make an argument about it. How do you do that? Take a look at this. You'll see what I mean. Okay. We're going to go over to the moment in question. I'll take a look at this. Okay, let me back it up. I'll, I'll remember that shit. Guard's left hand here, right here, is going to touch him right here. And, and Bill is saying on the air, would you look at the, at the video? All you have to do is if you look at the video, you will see what happened. And it's like, yeah, we are. Okay. Bill was like, oh, no, no. He's just going in for the handshake. Look at guard's left hand. Right there. That's the touch. That's the only right here. This moment right here. Look at this guy. He's like looking on this lady's clapping. Everybody's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? This hand right here is the, is the problem. And ding dong does not see it that way. My God, how can you not? It's maddening to me when he does this shit. And then he just digs in. So now at the end of the day, this part doesn't really matter. Guard stepped in front of Howard and put his hand on him. I understand why Howard lost his shit. I'd probably do the same thing. Wings guy 71 says, If anyone tried to physically stop me like that when I'm trying to walk away from you, bet your ass I would respond that same way. Now, it's always a uh, 
a chore to keep him from taking over the interview. When I call his ass. But he, ha- I have to blast one right at him right now for this horrible, horrible take. How? How can you possibly see it this way? Uh, he's not he's not, not even awake right now. My God. Awful. So I'm like, wait, huh? He actually believes this? Shit. Everything else is fine, except he just it, it it's ooh. I don't know how he um how he gets in the way of himself every single time. Jalen Rose, who used to play with Juwan Howard at Michigan, said something dumb. And the thing about Jalen Jalen Rose is he can't stop talking. He, you know, and that's t- coming from someone who can't stop talking for a living. And he's the same way. But the quote he takes the long way around saying that this made him cry. Jalen Rose said he started crying when he watched this. And I'm like, oh, no. Whoever said, um, there was someone who made a joke about a timeout, too. I saw someone post it about um, something about a timeout. And it has to do with when Chris Weber took that fucking timeout against North Carolina. Some crack. In the aftermath, Jalen Rose says, I would lie into a microphone and tell you I didn't shed a couple of tears after this incident. Why do you have to say it like that? I would lie into a... In the aftermath, I would lie into a microphone and tell you I didn't shed a couple of tears after this incident. Boy, he sure takes the long way around on everything. Why can't you just say, I cried. He has to say in the aftermath, I would lie into a microphone, but you're not lying. You're, you're telling us that you cried and you're doing it the hard way. Word economy, please. Rose then continued. And you know me extremely well. And when I say that, what it means to me and why it was so painful for me. Are you 19 years old? I don't think so. You're like, maybe a year or two younger than me. And he's talking like uh, my daughter. Have you suddenly, Jalen Rose, become Generation Z? This was painful for you? It was painful for you. It was painful for you to see someone you know get pissed off and then do what did five fingers say to the face? You know, and it uh, to me, it all boils down to also what I talked about on the Patreon, which uh, the idea that this is terrific for sports, you know, um, when these moments happen. You want these moments to happen because you want these two, you want interest in the matchups. There's There's really nothing interesting in sports going on. Occasionally, you will find something that happens where a rivalry gets a little bit personal and that's the best i turn to detroit red wings colorado avalanche suddenly 
hockey was the biggest game in the world. You know, when Claude Lemieux rearranged, thank God, Chris Draper's face. I, you know, at the time it was terrible, but what that did for that rivalry was incredible. I remember, I haven't felt this way about sports since that rivalry. I remember the whole day thinking that when they dropped the puck at 7.05, I'm going to be there watching with rapt attention every single second of that game. Never again has that, that hasn't happened at all ever in my own circle. I haven't watched anything like that. Maybe a Super Bowl. The one Super Bowl when Brady came back when it was like a hundred or nothing in Atlanta was kicking ass and then they the Patriots came all the way back. Oh my God. Still can't believe he pulled that off. So yeah, this is everybody is just has just gone overboard on this damn thing. And I think it's fucking great. I hope to God Michigan gets well. There's the Big Ten tournament, and so there's a, a chance that these two teams will meet. I mean, now, but you know how it is. It's not like anything ridiculous is going to happen. This is basketball, not hockey. Um, but it is, in my opinion, it's, it's great for viewing. Uh, nothing really dramatic will happen. We all knew in the back of our minds that when Claude Lemieux uh, 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 hit Draper and caused that injury, that eventually it would come back around. Uh, Darren McCarty kept receipts, which, by the way, we're coming up on another anniversary of that. It would probably be a good idea to get Darren on again. Occasionally, I like to have him on. He's a wonderful soul who is, uh, for what I understand, Darren is really making it happen now uh, behind a microphone. I think he's on the radio. I think he does a podcast as well, and he's just doing very, very well. One of the top five Red Wings of all time, Darren McCarty. Let's see, who do you got? You got, uh, okay, Gordy, Stevie Y, Bob Probert, Joe Koser. Mm-hmm. Darren, Ted Lindsay. That old production line team. Sid, uh, you're, you're going really old school. See, because Ted Lindsay, um, then you, you're you going to start to go Alex Del Vecchio, um, Sid Abel, Shanny. You got to include Shanny in that. Lidstrom. Think about Lidstrom, though. He was in uh, Pavel Datsuk. Holy fuck. We go on and on. Zetterberg, Sergei Fedorov. Okay, God, I don't even know if I can pick a top five. Top five of my favorites. Top five of my favorites. Iserman, Fedorov, Provert, McCarty, Koser. Peter Klima. No. I'm probably going to change that. But anyway. So Jalen Rose, just annoying as shit. It was so painful for me. And I want to just count the ways why this incident was so very painful for me. 
I wish this wouldn't have happened on so many different levels. As I look at the adults in this situation, Juwan and Coach Guard, they're both going to look back at this scenario and tell themselves things that they shouldn't have done and things they won't do going forward. You know how I'd like to look at scenarios. I don't judge by what people say. I go by with what they're going to do going forward. And so let me project what the Wisconsin coaches and Michigan coaches are going to do moving forward. And of course, Juwan deserves to be punished and he will be punished. But I don't believe this is a fireable offense. First and foremost, when you're waxing the Michigan Wolverines, you don't necessarily have to call timeout to rub it in. You can, though. I'm not mad at the unwritten rules. I was a member of the Fab Five. We already know how it is. Throw it off the backboard in the Big Ten. Michigan is the storied program in that conference. Are they? So when people beat us, they're going to have a little extra enthusiasm towards it. I know that. When you're walking past after you just beat Michigan and you see the other head coaches upset, you know what you probably shouldn't do, and I don't believe that their coach will do again, impede that person's progress, Jalen Rose said. The second thing I don't think he would do again is grab that human being while he's impeding that person's progress. So even Jalen Rose sees what dumb shit Bill does not see. Because that physical altercation now changes the dynamic of our interaction. As a human being, why does he keep saying as a human being? Jalen Rose is a fucking piece of work. As a human being, we both know once you start putting your hands on me, that starts to change what you've said and what you've done. But once he puts hands on him and all of a sudden it becomes an altercation, Juwan set him straight. He told him multiple times, don't put your hands on me, don't put your hands on me, don't put your hands on me. Yeah, had Howard not done five fingers say to the face to the one guy. I don't know. Oh, by the way, Shea Patterson, number one uh, draft pick in the uh, USFL. The Michigan Panthers have selected Shea Patterson with the number one pick in the USFL draft. I don't give a shit. Come on. They're playing all of the games. Every game is played in Birmingham for the USFL. I don't know. I say they start with um, the rosters of the teams when they last played in 1984. Have those guys come back. That's what they do. Shea Patterson played two seasons for Michigan, 18-19, after transferring from Mississippi. I didn't think he was that young. So that's where I am about the stupid thing. Jalen Rose, a dumbass. Shut up, Jalen. Nick says, why are you making this guy sound super feminine? I don't know. Chris K says, did he have to remind everyone he was part of the Fab Five? Hey, everybody, we were great once. So dumb. All right. So that's uh, Bill's just got this dumb take going on. Ridiculous. Um, 
We have Dear Meathead coming up a little bit later on. Uh, we will do that in 40 minutes. I have, uh, I do have a lot of questions, but if you want to send one, please do. That's burning on your brain. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Thank you very much for that. Yesterday at the YMCA, I set up shop. Now remember, the goal is bench press 200 pounds by the summer. I started this with, oh my God, it would have been a big deal if I was able to uh, rattle off 125 pounds. Yesterday, on the bar, 190. Now, last time I tried this, I tried to set the record at 195. I jumped from one previous record of 185 and attempted 195. And I brought it up and I got to, when I tried that, it was suspended in air for like three seconds. And, and Brian from Team Knuckle Draggers, like, come on, come on, he's screaming at me. And he's, his hands are right at the bar. And then it, it dropped like half an inch. And that was time. I'm done at that point. He pulls the weight off of me. Well, I, I actually like, I, he just moved it a little bit and then I finished, but I didn't get credit for the lift because he had to help me. So I was so bummed, you know, I was like, oh man, so close. This time I like, okay, I'm not going to do the 10 pound jump. Instead of going to 195, I'm going to beat the 185 record, but I'm going to go to 190, put 190 on the bar. Got ready to go. Brian is standing over me again. I bring it down. It starts to come up and it sits there. It's not moving. Brian puts his hands around it, screaming at me, and it moves like barely. And, and then it stops again. And he's trying, he's like screaming, his face is getting ready spitting on me and he hasn't yet touched it and I'm and it moves a little bit more now there's a spot that is my dead zone and it's just hanging there and I'm not kidding you three four seconds of time it's in that spot but it's really just small little increments of travel it's moving and then finally yes oh my god and so I rack it I go did you touch it he goes, no, I did not physically touch the bar in any way. You did that. You were battling the whole way. Oh, my God. Boom. 190 pounds, bitches. That is more than what Andrea lifted. Andrea, what was your record in high school? Was it 185 or something like that? I forget. Or 170 or 165. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. But, uh, oh. And then, uh, so I got that done and then I pulled all the weight off and I just had two big plates, 135 pounds. And I, I did a set of 10. I did a set of eight. I did a set of six and I did a set of four and I was exhausted and I am so damn sore today. Holy shit. But it feels good. Crank says she bench pressed 175 pounds in high school. That is so strong. Holy shit. God, 
So, all right, we are knocking on the door, and we are still in winter. I needed, uh, the goal is 200 pounds by the summer. It's going to happen. Yes. Come on. Keep it together. Thank you to Team Knuckle Dragger for helping out your old pal, Eric Zane. Okay. The show is on Twitch each and every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. If you're listening later on, uh, later on in the day to the audio podcast, if you would, online, go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live and just hit the follow button, please. That way, you will know when I go live, okay? And if you feel like it, you can watch it as it happens or listen to it because you can dim the screen, as far as I know, and uh, you can get the audio of it live as it happens. So if that's, you know, maybe part of your morning ritual, you can make that part of your morning ritual or, or uh, you know, whatever you want to do. But please, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They also bring you Facebook. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Which, let's see, 13 more days. Until the end of the latest ban. Before I get to a little bit more business. Yesterday. I noticed that I was uh, finishing up the podcast. Either this one or the Patreon. And I see on the comments from Patriot Nick. Eric, go back and read my comment. And, you know, we have a long history of discussing those types of moments on the show. I don't have the ability to do that. That is a, a, uh, I mean, I, I, I could just do it, but it's, you know, in, in the, uh, I kind of don't want to stop down and scroll through comments looking for yours. And, um, quintessentially the leader of doing this is Kenny. Hey man, look at, look at how, look at the funny thing I said. And it, it's never funny. And so Nick writes that. And I saw it and ignored it and ended the show. And then Lil Peanut texts me. Hey, you missed my jab that, of course, people buy good at. I can't even do it in the accent. You missed my jab that, of course, people buy good I think he means goods at the family dollar. Not everyone can afford to buy the entire family tree, a car. He means food. You missed my jab that of course people buy food at the family dollar. Not everyone can afford to buy the entire family tree, a car. So he's like, Hey, one way or another, you're going to see my joke. And I wrote, thanks, Kenny. And he writes, ouch, LOL. And then I wrote, quote, hey, Eric, go back and read my funny joke. Then he sends me a picture of Brooks from Shawshank's feet hanging above the floor. Brooks was here. Now that's more like it. Hey, look at me. I'm being funny. <clears throat> Thank you. I appreciate that. 
was great. And it was very funny. <laughs> now it is. Twitch is brought to you by, as I said, Irvine's Auto Repair. Twitter, at Eric Zane Show. Follow me on Twitter. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then the almighty YouTube. Eric Zane Show. Search Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification. Thumbs up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Matt Stafford appeared on his wife's podcast. And um, I think it's called The Morning After is the name of the podcast with Kelly Stafford. And um, which it, it's like a, that, that's like the name of a, of a morning radio show. It's The Morning After with me, Slash or whatever. And um, as you can see, here she is, The Morning After uh podcast and they um it's a discussion after the super bowl um celebration this is the first podcast that they've done where post the incident where the chick fell off the stage and broke her back and matthew stafford did nothing about it if you remember this uh that horrible moment this is how that looked again Yeah, I don't, it still upsets me to this day. What, he, why would you turn your back and walk away from someone after that? I've, I I don't care what he says. If your reaction is that, that's, that's just, I, oh man. So they talked about it on their show, and um, this is how that went. Tell me what you think about this. Second of it, I'm so proud of him. It was just, it was just, it looked fun, and it was fun. It was, it was a great day, like all in all, a great day. And obviously, um, we can't not talk about what happened, and we're going to talk about it very quickly. The, the there was a photographer who stepped off the back of the stage, um, had asked if we wanted a picture, and I was like, yes, because. Looking back through my camera roll, I have literally zero of Matthew and I. And when she did, when she offered, she stepped back and fell. And um, it was an awful, awful moment. And I, Matthew looked at me and said, check her, please, and turned around. And I'm going to let him, you know, talk about it, too, in a second. I went straight to her. I could. Why? Why would you say to her, check her, please? I guess I, I'm. I'm not going to be satisfied. I wasn't satisfied with this when I first heard it. And I doubt you will be either. Check her, please. Well, why can't, why can't you, why, what's going on in your brain that the appropriate thing is to turn around, walk away. I mean, you didn't do anything wrong by, by, you wouldn't be doing anything wrong by checking on her. And how does, a basic human instinct not take over there, you know? How is it that you don't, that you have the sensibility to say to your wife, hey, go check her. She just injured herself. Most people, it's a, it's like a, 
what's abnormal there is that he didn't have a fight or flight response. Well, I guess he did have a a, a, a flight response, but it wasn't like it was a casual. And it seems so premeditated and weird, and the the that that weird callousness of it. I I can't shake it, and I can't get by it. So I don't know how his instinct isn't. Um, hey, are you okay? I mean, th- that's all anyone's looking for. W- take one step to the edge of the stage and go, oh my God, that's it. You don't even have to do anything. I'm not expecting her to fucking immobilize her and carry her off and put her in a neck brace, but not walk away. You can't. Why can't you walk to the edge of the fucking stage? And I think the only thing that's acceptable here is, well, I don't even know what the fuck you could make up. See that she was okay. Kind of stayed there, went and got some help. Long story short, hold on a minute. Back the hold stage, on a minute. Let me back up. Um, had asked if we wanted a picture, and I was like, yes, because looking back through my camera roll, I have literally zero of Matthew and I. And when she did, when she offered, she stepped back and fell. And um, it was an awful, awful moment. And I, Matthew looked at me and said, check her, please, and turned around. And I'm going to let him, you know, talk about it too in a second. I went straight to her. I could see that she was okay. Kind of stayed there, went and got some help. Long story short, we followed up with her. The moment we got in the car, we followed. Matthew actually looked at me and said, hey, will you contact the Rams? Ask how she's doing. Did that. They were like, I think we think she's going to be okay. We sent her flowers. Next day we wake up, not okay. Um, so Matthew actually texts her himself. And that's kind of where the story ended a bit. But I do know that the reaction that the world saw, right, in that split second, I do know that, and I am going to let you do it, but I do know that that's... Yeah, she's like, I'm going to let Matthew talk, but I'll just talk for him. Not what you wish would have been your reaction. Yeah, I mean, that obviously happened really quickly and suddenly and unexpectedly, and yeah, wish I had a better reaction in the moment. Um, I didn't apologize to her for that, but glad that, you know, all in all, she's doing all right. So one of those things that uh, try and train your reactions to be a little bit better next time. And, yeah. and um, you learn from, yeah. I mean, uh. so, but other than that, it was a great day. Yeah. And life is about learning and here we are. So that, oh my God. And that's it. That's all you're going to get. And I mean, honestly, I guess, um, I don't know what else he can say, but in my mind, I want him to say, well, you know, the, the fact of the matter is I don't really give a shit about people. I, I mean, I, I wish I would actually have more respect for him if he said, yeah, um, I don't do well in those scenarios. And I, I tell you what, this I, I tell you, if he had said, well, I panic and I, I just struggle with that. And there was no place that I, I didn't want to be anywhere around her when that happened. And I'd I'd like to tell you that I'll do better next time, but I'm telling if someone gets shot, I'm going to leave them there. So if I'm walking down the street and a cinder block falls off a roof and it hits some chick in the head, I am not going to help her going forward. I am not learning from this. I, this is not a teachable moment. If you are around me and you suffer some type of injury in a freakish way, I am not going to help you period. Just say that because that's the truth. That's kind of all we're going to say about that. Just because not it's a teachable moment and I'm going to do better. Just say, I will not do shit for you going forward. I am here on this earth to take care of me, my big mouth wife, my 800 daughters that I have. And that's about the end of it. 
we didn't want to like not touch on it like it never happened. Hey, that happened. Hey, not a good reaction. Let's work on this. Let's work on this. No one's working on anything. He doesn't give a shit. So, moving on. That's it. That's all she says. No, I realize she's, they're not going to say what I I wish they they had said. Uh, But who gives a shit? And then the whole deal about about um, her being a racist. Can you imagine if Matthew Stafford said, and besides, after the fact, I saw that she's a fucking racist. So uh, who gives a shit? All right. Okay. Uh, this Speaking of sports, boy, talk about a bad day at the office. Check this out. Oh, no. Uh, Some soccer game, New Zealand versus the U.S. Uh, The woman in this story is, uh, who's, well, having a bad day, is uh, Michaela Moore. Check this out. Kind of a hard putting a stop to it. Quickly back in play for the Americans. Can they take advantage now? Down the left side with Sophia Smith. Early ball. Okay. She's right here. Hold on a second here. She's right here, and the ball is going to go off of her foot. Kind of a hard putting a stop to it. Quickly back in play for the Americans. Can they take advantage now? Down the left side with Sophia Smith. Early ball in. That's trouble. Difficult to deal with as you're Own goal. From the quick restart, New Zealand not able to. So she's bummed out. Look at her. She's like, "Oh no!" Second, no what? Same girl. Okay, couple things here. Same girl. The 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 chick from the U.S. fires it in, and it bounces off this chick's head for her second own goal of the game. Side note: I didn't realize that all soccer announcers have to go oh goal. I thought that that was just the one, the one guy. The but no, um, I guess so. they all have to do that. But the attack flowing now. Huerta into the box. Macario. Goal! Okay, so th- this is the moment. Close up. New Zealand so unlucky in that situation, trying to clear it. Okay, so that's two. She's given up. USA leads two nothing. Over New Zealand. Here she is again. You're like, no way. No way. This chick's like, oh, yeah, she's running to the net. She's like, no, don't let it happen again. There goes Purse. Still Purse. <laughs> Look at this. It pours. It is pouring right now. Oh, no. That is a... That is a defeated man-woman. She is bummed out. She's like, I am so pissed off. I'm not even going to eat muff after this game. Still purse. Look at Oh, shit. Is pouring right now on Michaela Moore. Oh, it's slow-mo this. No, don't, don't kick it my way. Don't do it. No, no, no. no. That one looked like, it actually looked on that one like she tried to do it. 
I mean, come on. You asshole. Those balls played across with pace are so oh. hard to deal with. But for this to happen three times. Oh, fuck. You dumb dick. Oh, look at this chick. She's like, oh, fucking shit, you asshole. I guess the coach pulled her out of the game at that point and she said, you know, we don't want you to score four. I mean, my God. Three own a hat trick. Yes. Of own goals before the half. They pulled her out. Oh, I guess there was some news that went on the story that no one's really talking about, but I saw the headline that the American, the soccer federation now made it so that, um, uh, uh, Lady soccer players are going to make the same amount of money as the male counterparts. Now, I don't know exactly. I don't know any of the details of the story. I just know that um, uh, it's it's been circling around that, oh, my gosh, the ladies are going to make as much as the men. But I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't think that applies for, like, professional organizations that are, like, in cities. I think that's, like, the national team. But whatever. I'm all for it. I think that the ladies soccer actually is more popular in the U.S. than the men's game, you know? Uh, Adnan says this is a soccer player's worst nightmare. Equal pay, Kyle says. Jackie and Rachel broke this news this morning. All right. Well, if they did it, uh, equal pay soccer. U.S. women's players, U.S. soccer, and, oh, I can't, that's an article that I can't access. Uh, U.S. women's national team, U.S. Soccer Federation, settle, settle equal pay lawsuit for $24 million. All right, congratulations. I'm too bored to even explore this in any way, shape, or form. I regret even bringing it up. <clears throat> if they did this with the WNBA, the NBA would have to subsidize it. Well, you know more about it than I do. All right. Dear Meathead coming up in 18 minutes. Patreon happens uh, a little bit later on this morning. If you're listening to the free podcast and you're like, well, that's done at the end of it. What do I do now? What do I listen to now? Uh, I would like you to check out my Patreon. I uh, put up 15 plus hours of week, uh, a week of content onto the Patreon. And uh, I hope to, uh, hope to not let you down. Um, I talked to uh, my contestant for smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, and I was forced to punt. We're going to make it up next week, but uh, typically it happens on Tuesdays. So you won't have that this week, but you got the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, normally smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, the weekly or the daily Patreon bonus podcast, the Lost Zane recordings, which is my old radio show on BBL, and then the Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. That's a lot. For five bucks a month, you can listen to all of that 15-plus hours a week, every week. And if you do the $10 version, you're going to get all the audio, all the video, and all of the live streams. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com, slash Eric Zane. 
The open of this show is brought to you by Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Our next Eric Zane Show podcast get-together comes up Monday, March 14th at 6 p.m. I always think that I'm saying, no, that's right. I doubt myself. Uh, We'll be there, and I uh, would love you to join us. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan is part of Terra Square. You can go there for lunch and uh, dinner and closing time. Wednesday through Saturday, they open up at 11.30 a.m. Monday and Tuesday, they open up at 4 p.m. Bosco's Pub. Try the burgers. You will be amazed. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Tag Accounting invites you to reach out to them to get your taxes done. 616-301-9516. Skip going to H&R Block. Skip with the stupid TurboTax and putting all your time and energy into that. Don't do them yourselves. You're going to miss something. My gosh. Please engage my sponsors, Tag Accounting, from anywhere in the U.S. Call 616-301-9516. Reach out to them and get started. What you need to do to upload all your documents to their online portal, And uh, Troy Ginzer, certified public accountant, will take care of you. Side note on accounting. Who knew there'd be another accounting uh, bit to talk about? Um, My daughter's fiance, Princess of the Forest Jackie, her future husband, her fiance, they get married November 19th. My gosh, that's coming up fast. Yesterday. Became a CPA. He passed his fourth and final exam, fourth or fifth. I don't know how many tests they have to take. It's a very uh, um, complicated and intense process to pass all of that testing to be a CPA. But my man, Justin, crushed it. And I think out of all the tests he took, there was only one that he had to go back and take again because he wasn't quite up to snuff that day. But he pulled it off in pretty short order. I'm pretty impressed with that. So Justin is a CPA Those two are coming along, so that's just great news. Congratulations to Justin. Big, tall, six-foot-four, handsome Justin. Such a handsome devil, but just as kind and sweet as they come. I tell you what, um, he's a keeper. Horizon Hydroponics, my gosh, the clock is ticking down. We only have five more days of talking about Horizon Hydroponics. They, they... This is a rarity. This is a rare thing to have someone say, I'm sorry. 
pulling up stakes, Eric. But uh, we're moving on. For two years, they've been marketing on the show, and I'm sad to see them go. But in the future, if you uh, need anything, think about them. Maybe one day we can get them back on. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. If you're growing indoors or, uh, you know, any of those products you need for a healthy, bountiful harvest, no matter what it is you're growing, uh, think about Horizon Hydroponics. Buy online and you can save 10% with the coupon code ZANESHOW. HorizonHydroponics.com. Meathead, 13 minutes away. Let's get to the guy who is not 163 years old. I think this guy's about 110. But this image has haunted me. He is a Tibetan monk, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Now... That still freeze frame right there is enough to to haunt you forever. But look at look at this. And this picture here, it's kind of cut off. He looks reasonably okay. He just looks like a you know the fattest guy at the at the Ethio in the Ethiopian neighborhood, but uh this is wow. Let's check it out. He's like, he's like blessing the child here. If I'm the mom or the dad of this child, I'm like, get, get the fuck away. Crypt keeper. Oh, I don't think the guy can see. This is rough. I'm going to Oh, no. Okay, dude is just laying. There's various videos of the. This is probably. This is probably the most hideous living human. uh, That is that has ever existed. Now, this is a sweet, peaceful man. Uh, Public nuisance. Corey says, kill him. What the fuck? Jason says, blessing. Her or eating her soul. Josh adds, Terry Shivo looked healthier. Come on. Nick refers to the guy as Skeletor. No, Skeletor had more meat on his bones than this dude. Wow. Terry Shivo? There's... <laughs> you asshole. So there's some, there's some guy going... I'm going to get canceled for that. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. And and they're, they're feeding the guy by squirting fluid into his mouth through a hypodermic. Oh, no. What what color would you describe that skin as? I That's just gray skin. I've never seen eyes so sunken in. If you could go back in time... To any of the Nazi death camps and all of those people that would be looking out from behind the wire would be like, wow, that guy's fucked. (laughs) 
on. Okay. What the fuck? So some this TikTok person just takes pictures of this person, uh, images, and just and just. I'll tell you what, the hands look okay. Wow. Pretty sure that's more law and never-ending story. Don't get the reference. Whoever is keeping this guy alive is the asshole of the day. Well, now wait a minute. Are you um, are you suggesting that they that they that they kill him? It's the zombie from the movie The Legend. You mean I am Legend? No, this is no this this is a living monster. Is what this is. Good God. Kate says he's barely living a life. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you're 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 telling someone to just kill him. I don't know if anybody wants to do that. How can his body survive? I mean, it can't last much longer, right? Now, initially, they said that uh, this guy was a hundred and sixty-three years old, and he looks like he's five hundred years old. Clips of the frail monk began appearing on this profile in January, but have taken over the internet this last month. He has amassed a huge 530,000 followers. They need to show his dick. I need to see what a dick that old on that frail of a body looks like. I'm fascinated by this. Uh, They said he's 163, but I guess he's not now. TikTok users were in awe when a series of clips... But, I mean, if anybody's going to be able to pull it off, it's going to be this guy. Um, He appears to be a monk lying in a hospital bed in Thailand. His body is extremely frail, and rumors are flooding the app that he is practicing something known as Sokashinbutsu, which is the process of becoming a Buddhist mummy. Popular amongst Buddhist monks in Japan, the practice of Sokushinbutsu sees people entering mummification uh, whilst still alive. However, this appears to be fake, and the man isn't actually doing this. Well, I tell you what, he might not be trying to do it, but he's doing it. WingsGuy71 says, I bet he's really dead and there's a puppeteer controlling his body to fake this miracle. Josh, who I think fired off the Terry Shivo blast, said, Jesus, Eric, his dick no doubt looks like a Slim Jim. Yeah, it looks like a, a, a dried out snail. Can you imagine if it's like Plump and meaty, like berries behind me. Like his dick actually weighs more than his body. Like it's it's bulbous and perfect and, and you know, it actually, people go and have sex with him 
to go have sex with the 163-year-old Buddhist monk with the plump dick. One particular video in which he is lying in bed with his hands on a child's head gained a staggering 66 million views this week and sparked speculation about his age. Uh, Saying he's 163. I believe that he's 163 more than I believe that he's 109. As per fact checker Snopes, he is a 109-year-old Thai man named Luang Fo Yai. He does appear to be a monk in Thailand, but he was not practicing Sokushu Shinbutsu and is not 163. A 221-study in the Nature Communications Journal reveals that humans can live for 100 to 150 years, but this is the absolute limit. At this point, the body loses its ability to recover from illness and injury, meaning it would not be physically possible for this man to be 163 years old. TikTok account is run by his granddaughter, who gives fans daily updates about her grandfather. In 2022, the oldest person in the world is a Japanese woman called Kane Tanaka. Sounds like a, like a WWE wrestler. She is 119. And as per Guinness World Records, lives in a nursing home in, uh, I think it's, it looks like Fukuoka, but it's Fukuoka. The oldest man alive in 2022 is 122-year-old Juan Vincent Perez Mora from Venezuela. Jean-Louise Calment from Arles, France, is the oldest person to have ever lived. She was in eight, born in 1875. She uh, died at 122 and 164 days in 1997. So this guy is not really close. But Guinness Book of World Records should have a statistics that says, um, this guy is not, but he looks like it. He looks, there should be a category, looks like the biggest pile of fuck. Kane Tanaka. Kane Tanaka. What about if we get Kane Tanaka and um, this guy with the plump dick together and get them to have sex? All right. Wing Sky 7. You guys are full of it today. This is great. He's almost as old as Joe Biden. Can monks have children? Okay. This is Kane Tanaka. All right. She looks much better than the other guy. Okay. Look at here. She's flashing the peace signs. Here she is smiling. Whoops. I don't know what just happened there. This is her. What the? This is her when she's young, like 100 years ago. This is like 19. She's 19 years old. What a babe. And now here she is. My God. All right, that, that's not her. That's another person. And they're always Asian people. Look at this. Here she is. Uh next to some lady who I think I saw in a Bukaki video one time. (laughs) 
All right. Yeah, this guy. Oh, that is terrible. It's all that rice and seafood and the fallout from um, Fukujimi, Fukujami. Remember that meltdown in Japan? All right. So that's it. The guy is uh, not 163 years old. Uh, A&E Heating and Cooling invites you to reach out to them. 616-516-8579 if you have any issues. Scheduled maintenance or you need a repair job. 616-516-8579. An after-hour service call might be in your future one day. If you, especially if you're the type that's not getting that thing serviced every year, that's the one thing you need to do is get that thing cleaned out and serviced and tuned every single year. You need the air conditioning done and you need the furnace done. A and E heating and cooling. I've got dumpster divers. If you ever need a dumpster, you need to rent a dumpster. We're getting close to that spring cleaning type of thing. Call upon dumpster divers, 616-375-9962. That's Excuse me, 616-375-9962. Their dumpsters are priced cheaper. The weight limit is lower. If you rent from another dumpster company, they're going to charge you for a weight limit you can't possibly achieve by throwing the shit in your home, even if you're redoing the roof, into the dumpster. You're paying for a weight limit you don't need. Dumpster Divers takes care of that. They price them lower, 616-375-9962. I'm talking insurance, my policy shop insurance, uh, Frank, the tank fuss. Um, okay. Life insurance is what I'm focusing on right now. And this is so important. One of the first things I ever did upon getting married was purchase a life insurance policy. Um, and then you constantly modify it as you have kids and things like that. You're going to need more insurance. And as your kids move out, you'll need less insurance, things like that. This is all in the event that something catastrophic happens because if something catastrophic happens and let's say you're the earner in the family, um, what's going to happen to the non-earner in the family and all of those kids? You know, that's a horrible thing. It's bad enough that you croaked, okay? Uh, Leave them with something that they won't have to worry about, um, where the money's coming from. So spend a little bit of money now each month to ensure that this is... Um, that they are protected, okay? Because otherwise, there's going to be like a jar at the local convenience store, collect money, uh, or a GoFundMe that's going to raise like $100 or some shit like that. No. You're in charge of this. Take control of this. Reach out to Frank the Tank Fuss and ask how he can help you. That's all I'm asking you to do is go on a fact-finding mission, 616 914 4070. If you're a, if you have a family, do not operate with no life insurance, ding dong. I have a policy for myself. Diana has a policy in case she croaks. Uh my kids have policies. You insure all these people, man. This is so important. Because, you know, it costs money, first of all, to bury them. Second of all, Who's holding the bag while you're up in heaven partying with John Lennon and Jimi Hendrix and watching uh, Janis uh, uh, Joplin perform, for God's sake? I almost said Janis Jackson. Idiot. Call Frank the Tank Fuss, 616-914-4070.
800-529-4070 today. Eric sent me. I need to know about life insurance. That's all you got to do. All right. Dear Meathead is brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. Guarantee you just woke up. Hello. Hi, Joanne. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, honey. Your father got caught off guard. He's coming, though. Is he Is he sleeping again? No, he's upstairs changing his clothes. Aw. Here he is. That's okay. That's okay. It's good to hear your voice. <laughs> Here he is. Okay, honey. okay. Hello. I'm in a hurry. Good morning. Hey, Dad, are you changing your underwear? What are you doing? No, I was making up the beds. Okay. You make your bed every morning? Every morning. You know, there was uh, a lot of people say that that... Listen, you're you're kind of faded away. What's wrong with your... You got maybe... uh, Maybe it's something on on your end. Hold on a minute. Every week, same thing. Like clockwork. Okay. Yeah. Hey, how's that? I hear you now. You hear me now. That's good. Something happened to the phone. I guess she set it up for something different. Man, I forgot all about you. <laughs> you forgot about me. That's okay. That's okay. So we Okay, I'm sitting on my bench and I'm getting my honey to come up. We were just having a discussion about this gentleman in Thailand who is 109 years old. Oh, my God. And he, he looks terrible. Um, he, he looks what? He looks terrible. Does it really? Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's it's he. I I hate to say it, but he kind of looks like a monster. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But he's a hundred. Old age does that to you. Well, and at first they thought that um he was a hundred and sixty three, but that <sighs> that turned out to be a lie. He's a hundred and nine. And then uh, we got to talking. The oldest woman in the world is some lady in uh, China or, or Japan or something like that. She's 119. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's what I said. Eat, that's what uh, someone on the on the chat said. Eat more rice. Now that... Yeah. Can you imagine be, living 31 more years? 32, because you're what, 87? I mean, my God. A hundred and nineteen, oh, yeah. and she and she looks pretty good actually. Oh wow! Yeah, I actually I don't think I look bad. No, you don't. You are uh, you both are uh, really really. Uh, you you look a much younger than you are. Well, I, I feel pretty good, but you, uh, you both look great. I've ate some pains once in a while. You know? Well, I, I mean, I get that too. So. Oh yeah, right. You're hey. Just a- Hey, Dad, what did you think about the clip of the basketball coaches getting into a fight? I cannot believe that. Yeah? I cannot believe that. Sportsmanship, huh? That's, according to Joanne, that's very, very poor sportsmanship. Okay, so, um, yeah, I guess the one coach was mad about something, and then uh, the next thing you know, it turned into a Donnybrook. Well, I mean, 
You know what? I bet you this guy also has his age is a players. His coach. <laughs> you, you think that the that the uh, coach might have smacked a player or two? Yeah, I think he has. You remember that? No, I believe that. If you can do coach to coach, you can definitely do coach to player. Hey, the argument could be made. You know, uh, had you ever heard of a guy by the name of Bobby Knight? I've heard of it, but I don't know what it's Yeah, about. a long time ago, he was a yeah. coach. And, uh, yeah, he would, he'd do that. He'd grab players by – I think there's a coach at Michigan State who's kind of a hothead too, you know? Hey. The players has dedicated his time, his life, his uh, mentality to the team, and the coach, instead of respecting him and liking him and actually loving him, yeah, hit them. You kidding? That coach ought to get hung. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I've, uh, I'm surprised that if that does happen, we don't hear about players uh, punching them back. You know? Yeah. Uh, hey. That's just not, not, not accepted. Not accepted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Dad, here we go. I've got a question from uh, a gentleman named Dale who lives in the great state of Connecticut. And, Is uh, it Dale or Dale? Dale. Dale, okay. And Dale uh, says, Dear Meathead, I have my 10-year wedding anniversary coming up very soon, and I'm looking... Indeed. He says, I'm looking for some advice... As to, as to what the perfect gift would be for my wife. Please embellish. Well, first of all, you got to get her out of the house, take her out to a very nice, chic restaurant, give her a nice dinner, sushi, preferably. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Take her out for sushi, you say. gift, I think the best thing to do to be on the safe side and please your wife. Yeah. Ask her, honey, what is that you need the most? So what, what is it that you like to have the most? Okay, so just ask her straight up, or should he, like, kind of... I mean, some people uh, suggest that you, like, that the husband get creative and surprise the wife. That's good, but often enough, the surprises goes uh, array, <laughs> and you got the wrong thing, like, our listeners. I bought my uh, my wife two brand new jackets, same colors, at uh, a couple of days apart. You know. So for a wedding anniversary, you bought your wife a coat. No, it was for Christmas. No, oh. it was for Christmas. Oh, for Christmas. Okay. Was that was that bad? What the two of the same thing? Oh, wait a minute! You bought the same coat. Same, same stuff, same coat, same colors. How the hell did you do that? I was stupid. <laughs> she bought herself oh, okay. one like that. She bought me one for Christmas. And I bought her one for Christmas. <laughs> the same coat. Yeah, all right. Okay, I got you. Okay. So, the best thing is to ask your wife or this young man, mm-hmm. honey, what is it uh, you'd like to have the most? Yeah. That I ordinarily would not have bought it for you as a gift. Right, right. Okay, so I, I wrote down uh, a nice, chic restaurant, preferably sushi. Well, not really. That sushi is just dumb. So, so sushi at the restaurant and then some sushi when you get home. Sushi is something you do at home, yeah. Okay. Well, take it to a very chic restaurant, 
and then cater to it. Give her Joanne that whole day. Joke. You be her slave. Wow, slave. Okay. All yeah, right. Well, yeah, that that's good. All right, slave is good. You want to shoot for slave? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so just do everything. If it wash her feet. Oh my God. Wash her feet. Okay. Um, also, Dale and Dale. Uh, I'm sorry? Huh? What What did you say? I said, do as you say. Joe said, do as you say. She doesn't believe the thing that I say. Okay, good. Yeah, later on, she's going to get a foot wash. Yeah, I thought kick my ass. Yeah. Um, Dale also says, uh, uh, he, Dale has a, a request for me. He said, could you ask your dad to talk devil? And he's talking about when I used to refer to when you speak Farsi as, would dad talk some devil? The devil? Yeah, uh, uh, when you speak Farsi. You want me to speak in order for the chat? What did you say? I cannot interpret that to you because it's, it's nasty. On, on the <laughs> okay, good. All right. Very good. Well, uh, you, you made him very happy with that. All right, moving on. Um, <clears throat> Dear Meathead, I have a friend whose wife is a terrible driver. Uh, so terrible that she makes him park outside because she's scared that she'll run into his pickup. So she can have a whole two-car garage for her small car. Is this okay? Sign Cole in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Cole, well, that's a problem. I'll tell you that right now. That's not a good thing. That's not a good sign. So he's got a two-car garage. The wife says, uh, I want the whole garage. You put your car outside. Yeah, well, she's not a good driver. So Definitely she... not a good If you cannot balance that. Something is the matter with you. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It, it's definitely, you need some education of in, in driving. <laughs> and it's not going to happen overnight. No, you got to, you might as well just stop driving. You might as well park it in the middle of the street. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm sorry you're having this problem. Yeah. She, she needs to be it to get driver's education. Yeah, if she can't uh, park the car in a two-car garage without... You know, with with a oh no way yeah two car garage is designed the same size for two cars yes. period now, if she, she needs that much area to park the car because of her driving ability or balancing it yeah there's something the matter with her it's definitely not part of her mentality right dad not part of her mentality at all <laughs> okay in fact she shouldn't have a license right. If you can't get a car into a garage next to another car, take it all away. Absolutely. Are you talking about Diana? <laughs> uh, well, uh, yes, actually. <laughs> hey, we keep track of this stuff. Uh, you know, nothing gets by you guys. Uh, that actually. Oh, she had a park in the street. That actually happened. She, uh, you know, she's like, I need more room. So I had to, you know, that truck that I bought off you, she makes me move the truck. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, uh, yeah. Anyway. I, I'm move. glad she's your wife. Yep. Glad she, 
Okay, Dad, next. Uh, Johnny B. writes, Dear Meathead, I am getting married this year. Congratulations, Johnny. Yeah. And he's <laughs> just looking for general advice for happiness for him uh, going forward, Dad. I mean, you have done that. It took you three times to get it right. So you, yeah. <laughs> you no doubt know a thing or two. Well, yeah. I have, I have an advice for this guy. Okay. Johnny, at my age, I'm learning to calm down when my wife and I are talking about things. Uh, uh, okay. And if she has an opinion to do something, do not dispute that opinion. <laughs> Wait. Now, do, that, you, do, you, do you really do that? Yes. <laughs> she, she doesn't believe that, but I, I, I don't argue. I, we do not. Have, we hardly have any argument. Occasional yeah. <laughs> fight, baby. <laughs> Just tell him to say yes, dear. Just yeah. say yes, dear. Yeah. No, I think that that's good. I think that's. I, honestly, God, it doesn't take anything away from a manhood to do that. Yes. Your wife. I. You know. Um. There's a lot of married people that are in the audience. And they they think that that is sound advice. There may come a time that the um, there's an exception to the rule, but for the most part, yeah, of course, yes, for sure. It's like, hey, it's an opinion. That's a that's a brain talking to you. You have to make it part of your mentality, right, Dad? Absolutely. Okay. Right, well, Joanne says we're usually right. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know. Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay. And if they aren't if they aren't right, uh, just ignore that they're not right. Because if you tell them that they're not right, you're dead meat. <laughs> well, no. There really is not the question of right. Now, for instance, let's say that you want to uh, hang a curtain. Okay. Uh, she wants you to hang this curtain. Okay, honey, how do you want it? Yeah. And then here's the response. I don't know. You're the one that's going to hang it. Okay. That means you can you get the right to hang it the way you want to. But before you get it permanent hanging, yeah. hold it up or something. Say, honey, what do you think of this? Uh-huh. Dad, okay. that, yay. That's, that's perfect. And then she's going to say yay or nay. Yeah. And then she says, no, 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 go over that river. Okay, we'll go over there a little what about get, yeah? So like, if you're great grand finale, now it's final. I'm going to nail it. It cannot be taken down anymore. Okay, and there you go. So you know, in that same scenario, if you show her the first option, she says no, and then like that, you do that ten times, and then she finally settles on back on the first option. So that's usually how it is. It takes like three hours, but. <laughs> I'm beginning at my age, which is quite old. <laughs> finally. Uh, finally, according to my wife. <laughs> Nothing is worth, oh, no, no, that's not how it's going. It's got to go. No, 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 do it the way yeah. I want it to go. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. I think that's excellent advice. Uh, our pal, Aram. In ten- Hello, Aram, my Ar- buddy. Did you say, uh, I'm sorry, what was that? Aram. Did you did you call him a butt buddy? 
My buddy, I like him. Oh, I thought you said butt buddy. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, hi, buddy. Oh. I could have swore. The hearing is going, buddy. I could have swore you referred to him as your butt buddy. I was like, wait a minute. That's, that sounds. I told you got him mine, butt. Wow. All right. Never mind. I must have been hearing things. He writes, good morning, uh, sir. Uh, a guy I know met his friend for the first time. They had only spoken over the phone. But when they met face-to-face, um, the one guy couldn't believe how short the other guy was and kept referring to him as Peanut. The kicker oh, is he kept referring to Peanut and other... Oh, and Peanut, other, okay. Yeah. The kicker is they're, that they're the same height. No. What is this guy's problem? Please embellish. Well, first of all, God created people in all different shapes and sizes. When you see somebody limping, you don't put a name on them. No. I limpy. Hey, li- yeah, limpy or Eileen. I mean, that guy has got feelings. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he's, he's sorry that he's not normal and all that. Yeah, this guy's definitely not normal. I think whoever this guy is should shut his mouth up and don't make, just call him by his name. Yeah, just call him by, yeah, I agree. Hi, Johnny. How are you doing? Yeah. Hey, hey, Nick. How are you? Hey, Nick. You know. Yeah. No, people, oh, people are so stupid sometimes. Yes. Agreed. I don't mean that this friend of yours, uh, this caller is a stupid person. No, no, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. You got to consider other people's feelings all the time. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah, you should. And you do too. Well, I do. Yeah. I don't want to hurt my friends. No, no, you don't. You don't insult your friends and call them peanut and little fella and little buddy. You don't really know what this poor guy is going through. Yes, correct. So that would be hurtful. You want to you want to be respectful. Uh, A two minute joke is a. A lifetime of a pain. Yes, I imagine that this guy, whoever this is, is probably weeping. I mean, who knows? You know, but you know what I'd be called. Hi, Midget. Hi, Shorty. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's stupid. Absolutely. All right. Jonathan writes, good morning, Reuben. I have an interview coming up for an office job. Can you maybe give me some advice uh, what I should be wearing to make a good first impression and maybe what I should avoid wearing? Thank you. Sign, Jonathan. Uh, often enough, people are dressing according to what they're going to go through. Uh, if he's going to get a job for garbage collector, you know, he, he can just put some common clothing on and whatnot. Okay. But if you're going to get a job that is requires that you uh, looking clean and neat, not but it's always good to look nice neat clean so are you saying if you were applying for a job as a as a trash collector you dress like trash no 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 but they could get away with that <laughs> okay i don't say it look like trashy uh we're we're, we're clothing that is not worthwhile oh. Yeah, so uh, don't 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 wear anything nice if you're gonna don't go wear to a suit to go out there and collect garbage. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, really, I I don't know. I thought you might want to make a good first impression, wouldn't you? 
No, no, not with clothing. Uh, clean clothing, nicely dressed. Uh, don't have to be a suit. But you know, like a dia, dia blue jeans and a and a and a Detroit Lions T-shirt. That'd be good. Okay, but if okay, but Rumpus if it's is not tore up uh, around the butt and all that jazz, you know. Okay, so no rips, no tears, T-shirt and jeans for garbage man. Uh, yeah. Office job. What what do you what do you think you should wear as an for an office job? I think you should uh, dress very elegantly. Profe- like a professional look. Well, a clean cut. Like, uh, you know what you're doing. You're going in the office. You're going to meet other people. Other people don't want to look at trashy people. Okay, so uh, t-shirt and jeans is for the trashy people, and and oh, well, don't use the word trashy people. <laughs> <laughs> okay got it all right all good hmm dad do you have any questions for me or does jo- joanne have any questions for me or the audience that you want to ask now well the one question i have is personal like uh, are you guys coming down to visit us one of those days or what yeah yeah that's a great idea let's do that uh i don't have anything in front of me right now but uh uh, I, I I need to look at the calendar and I'll call you. I'll call you back and we'll do something. That's well, a... no, no, not necessary to do that, honey. Well, wait a minute. You just said. <laughs> I mean, don't don't need to make a phone call. Well, what am I gonna, gonna do? Come down, so Dad. Uh, we're gonna give me twenty four hour notice. Yeah. Well, you said. Uh, I mean, if I'm not gonna use, do a phone call, what am I gonna do? Smoke signals. <laughs> you burning me, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll look at the calendar. I'll call you back, and I'll give you a date. No, wear your regular clothing. Okay, fair enough. All right, I love you guys. Okay. I love you, too. Yeah, you got a birthday coming up. Yeah. All right, well, let's do that. I'll get together. We'll come see you for your birthday. That'll be good if you can. If you can, well, that's all right. We I'm not going to uh, cry. Of course we can. All right. Okay. All right, I love you both. I love you, too. And then take it. Take care of your honey and watch out the way she drives. Oh, my God. You're not kidding. Okay. All hey, right. If she's going to drive, you, you take two cars. You drive yours and she drives hers. Will do. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, Bye. I, I got to protect myself. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. See you, guys. There you Bye. go. Another edition of Dear Meathead in the books. My God. <clears throat> Excuse me. Shoo. Brought to you, of course, by my friends at JM Synthetics. Incredible. Shoo. Thank you so much for the questions. Kyle says, love you, Meathead and Joanne. Best part of the show, without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> what a job. Well, what if he's talking about Kyle's talking about cleaning toilets? Should I wear a tuxedo? Uh, don't mention anything to Diana about what your dad said. You will lose Pooh Bear points. I actually don't mind her parking in the full part of the in the in both bays like that. Um, because I don't want the car wrecked. We have had it now for um, just over a week, a week and two days, and there's really nothing wrong with it yet. Um, on the front 
of the car, there is a tiny speck where like a rock or something hit the front end. And there's a, a the, the paint is off of that spot. And she about had a heart attack. And I said to her, I go, hey, I want to show you this just so you know. And I, I showed it to her. She would never have noticed it, but I wanted her to see it because, hey, I discovered it when I was washing it for the 15th time today. And then it has the, um, uh, the car has the type of floor mats you get when you buy the car and you can get better ones. But the ones right now are the, are the uh, ones that just, it's just like another piece of fabric. I think there's, um, a type of, she doesn't like those because there's dirt on them. And she's like, oh God, we got to clean those out. We got to clean. I go, all right, I'll take care of it, honey. I keep like the vacuum ready to go, you know? I'm constantly cleaning the car and I go, you should get these type of floor mats. They're called weather tech. I think they're like, they're like really high end and uh, awesome. And it keeps the car neater. And she's like, well, we have to do that right now. I'm like, all right. I got it. I, I'm with you. I am. We are on the same page. Where does she park at the supermarket? A mile away? Yes. In fact, I have to uh, park it. Uh, in fact, I, she let me, I was, uh, I don't ask to use it. Um, she says to me, I was going to the gym to bench press 190 pounds. And uh, I had my keys for my truck. And she goes, are you taking my car? No, she goes, you can't take my car. I go, I wasn't planning on it. And then she goes, no, you, no, no, you can, you can take it. And, and I need gas too. I go, all right. Yeah, I will. Thank you. I, I, I know you'd want me to take that. Um, so I filled it up and my God, okay. It costs 60 bucks to fill up that Dodge that we were driving. Despite gas being as high as it is, it only costs $33 to fill that hybrid up with gasoline. The tank is so small and that tank of gas is going to give us 514 miles. Driving it to and from, like, around town, it's like 48 miles per gallon average. Uh, God, that is just so fucking sweet. We got this. This is just what the fucking doctor ordered. I am not looking forward to um, that fucking camper. And we're not going anywhere this year. We usually go on a trip far away, like to one of the national parks. We're not going anywhere this year because we're saving money for uh, Jacqueline's wedding. And like, it's like everything goes into the wedding, you know, take care of this shit, do it. So I've got college and wedding. Everything I make goes right to that. So I, other than one trip up North for like a week, that's it, man. Thanks, Obama. Did you hear the story about how uh, I think uh, I think gas is going to go up way high now because of this Russian thing? It's like that's another reason to to not get involved. Son of a bitch! All right. Oh, what the fuck is I going to talk about? I had something in my brain that left seventy-five bucks in Kent's Kent dropped the E at a used suburban last weekend. Didn't even hit full. You know it's bad when it fills up and um, the pump shuts off before the tank is full. 
Jesse says, my truck has a 36-gallon tank. It's 120 if I let it hit empty. Yeah, I feel your pain. Mine, um, it's like with that camper. Before all of this gas prices took off, I think it was like a year ago, it was like $2.70. I couldn't fill it all the way up. It would the pump the pump would shut down at a certain dollar amount, and so then I'd go and I'd run it again, and then it says, "Sorry, you got to go inside." So I got to go inside, give them my car, run it again. It costs so much damn money to fill up that stupid RV. Bad, bad time to have one of those. Whatever, I'm not complaining. Could be worse. <clears throat> All right. I love those stickers that some wise asses are putting on. It's fucking great. People put uh, um, stickers on the gas pump with Joe Biden pointing a finger and you put it right next to the dollar, the cost per gallon. It's so hilarious. What a troll. It says, and it's him smiling and it says, I did this. God, is that funny? I laugh my ass off every time. Oh, God, is that great? Now, I don't even know if that's true. I don't pay attention enough to know that Joe Biden, Biden, Joe Biden did this or not. Um, I guess the argument can be made. I don't care. But all I know is that sticker of little Joe Biden pointing at the dollar per gallon, cost per gallon, saying I did that is awesome. That is funny as shit to be sure. Ah, okay. Man is not 163 years old. Dear meathead. Uh, let me, let me get into this. Um, my pals over at just chirpin, the just chirpin podcast. I am going to be making an appearance tonight on the just chirpin podcast. Now, when they do the show, it's not live, but it is going to be part of their next episode. So that is happening tonight with these boys from just chirpin you can find their show at just chirpin.com uh latest episode brent is back we made it to episode 50 we talked about this before okay so um these jackasses talk about a hell of a lot more than just beer league hockey um it's about uh well they basically talk about a lot of current events and they bust each other's balls in a hilarious fashion if you could check them out when you're looking for something else to listen to, your homework assignments are, of course, the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Patreon bonus podcast, all of the content on my Patreon, Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered, and Just Chirpin, C-H-I-R-P-I-N, found online, J-U-S-T-C-H-I-R-P-I-N.com. The link is in the show notes. Four jackasses, dues, Bellinger, Stefan, and Chris, thank you very much. All right. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, 616-532-6600. I just heard from them. They called during the show probably to tell me, hey, your car is done. <coughs> I just had a lot of work done on the on, uh, on the Accord. And um, if you need any scheduled maintenance or emergency fixes, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, NEV, 616-532-6600 in West Michigan and beyond. You all, you can always uh, count on them, a trusted source to get your vehicle repaired. Uh, the big dealerships take their cars that they cannot fix to Irvine's. 
the texts are constantly being updated on um, new things that they have to know about. Like, for example, this 2022 that we have, this accord. Um, now, I don't know exactly how it works um, when it comes to getting that vehicle repaired, if there's a warranty issue or something like that. But Irvine's knows all about that. So my question to them first off is, so if you repair this, you can repair it and it doesn't invalidate the warranty. And the beauty about that is they'll tell you straight up. Yes, we can. No, we can't because why they're honest, family owned, veteran owned, lady owned. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, 616-532-6600. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. If you're in the market for a mortgage, please include Mario and his team in your fact-finding mission to find out who's the best. And I, I make that perfectly clear. I, I don't expect anybody to just sight unseen. I mean, I guess you could. But uh, all he's asking for is you include him in uh, your <clears throat> excuse me exploratory mission to find the right person who can do your mortgage. More often than not, Mario is going to win your business. 231-332-6505. Mention your old pal Eric Zane when you call him up. He'll roll out the red carpet for you. Thank you to Mario. He can get a mortgage for anybody in the audience, no matter where you are, with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. NMLS number 3035. Call them today. And then TC Paintball. Today is Little League Day. So, okay, uh, it's time to bond with your kid. You, you, you hear me talk about this and you keep putting it off. Well, today, just drop in. Okay, get there about 445 with your kid. Fill out a waiver. Pay your money. You're going to get the mask. You're going to get the paint. You're going to get the gun. Now, when you're on Little League time, you're going to have a gun that when the paint hits the kid, it's not going to sting at all. They're still going to get the experience and be dying to play more, but it's not going to cause any type of ouch because, you know, a little kid, they have that happen. They might not want to play anymore. They might become fearful. So what Rick does, and it's brilliant, is he's uh, purchased an uh, Armada of these low impact uh, guns that don't hurt the player in any way, shape or form, but they still are kind of like introduced to the experience of, of playing paintball um, much the same as uh, anybody else who plays with a, uh, a more elaborate um, bit of weaponry. So there you go. That's what they do at TC paintball bang on their door today. Gather up the kids in the neighborhood, bond with your kid, get them away from the video games, especially if you have a kid who hates sports um, which, you know, that's, that's a thing. And then they, all they do is spend their time playing video games. And then, you know, they're a virgin until they're 35. They're living in your basement. This is all going to happen. If you don't get your kid out of the house, TC paintball online at TC paintball, gr.com. Stand by. All right. So go ahead and um uh hold on a second. Jesse writes Our governor wants to get rid of the gas tax and replace it with something something else, some teen wong, something else to collect the money. 
Well, all right, cool. He says, we have one of the highest gas taxes in the country, and they don't fix our shitty roads and still complain that they don't get enough money. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, and that is a um, that is something that I think is going to come up in this election. You know, um, I think a lot of roads have been repaired, but not all of them. And I don't know what the hell is taking so long. Do you remember when she took office and she wanted like some ridiculous gas incre- gas tax increase that everyone? Went, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, Nick, who visited our great state of Michigan when he came over from Portland. And, uh, he said, yeah, um, you do have the worst roads ever. Absolutely true. How about a tampon tax to make up for the gas tax laws? Yeah, of course. Who the hell is running for governor in the state of Michigan? I mean, I do know who's running for governor. You've got the Capitol insurrectionist who lives by me over here in Allendale. Uh, Jesse says he's referring to Pennsylvania. Ah, you've got a problem over there too, huh? You've got Dean's sister is running for governor. And then I just saw some guy today who launched a uh, campaign, Perry Johnson. Um, That's the one I saw. He calls himself, um, what is it? A a governor guru or... A business guru or something like that? I don't know. He's got an oddly shaped head. Shelly says, for real, Dean? No, that's true. Dean's sister is running for governor. Um, There's that old dude who fell asleep during his ad. I didn't see that one. Quality guru. That's Perry Johnson, who when I heard the ad, I wasn't watching it. I was just listening to it. And I went, wait a minute. There's some guy running for governor named Harry Johnson? I am absolutely going to vote for Harry Johnson on that reason alone that he's a Harry, but it's Perry, Perry Johnson. Yeah, so that um, Adam says, I keep getting random texts from Perry Johnson. Perry Johnson is the first name that anyone knows because he started to advertise. And honestly, that is what wins elections, advertising. If you want to be elected, spend the money, and you will win. You're not going to get by with just a couple of yard signs. Oh, um, the crazy chiropractor, um, Saldano. Isn't that his name? Perry Saldano, Gavin Saldano, Garrett Saldano. He's another lunatic insurrectionist. So you've got Storm the Capitol, piece of shit, piece of shit, insurrectionist, chiropractor, Dean's sister and Harry Johnson. That's it. And Governor Whitmer. At this rate, Governor Whitmer is going to win in a landslide. It is February, so we have March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Yeah, I had to count nine months until the next election in the great state of Michigan. Whitmer, Whitmer, vote for Whitmer. Now that could change. 
that could absolutely change. But until proven otherwise, as of February 23rd, I am going to vote for Gretchen Whitmer. All right. Is the sister hotter than Whitmer? Are you talking about Dean's sister? Uh, Zaniac Zoom says, then she'll flip the mandates. We'll be back on and Eric will slob on her knob. Are you suggesting that the governor of Michigan has a penis? Is that what you're, is that what you're suggesting? It's a horrible thing to say. Um, have you ever made pasta and, um, accidentally left it out for, and you look at it like, boy, I don't know if I should eat this. And then you ate it anyway. Um, there is a fine line that this is a totally different story that you could cross and then wind up in uh, a really, really bad spot. Um, 19 year old Massachusetts college student. I think is still nameless in the story. Had some rice, leftover rice, and some leftover chicken and lo mein from a restaurant. Days later, woke up with no legs and no fingers. Amputated. And that's what that person Woke, can you imagine in one breath you're eating lo mein and chicken and rice and then you wake up, how confusing that would be. That happened. This is a real story. The um, pasta or the, the lo mein and the rice became contaminated And this is the end result. No legs, no fingers. 19-year-old admitted to the hospital with multiple organ failure. Had both his legs and all his fingers amputated. Um, Had eaten the food from a restaurant soon after. and, And like brought it home and then ate it later. Soon after he felt abdominal pain and his skin turned a shade of purple. The teenager was admitted to a hospital for shock, multiple organ failure, and rash, and his condition quickly declined. He experienced abnormal breathing, high blood pressure, and vomiting. The student had been healthy overall with regular drinking and smoking habits. No big deal. After further tests, the student was diagnosed. I'm going to try not to butcher this. I take pride in being able to pronounce things. Meningococcal purpura. Meningococcal purpura. Meningococcal, meningococcal purpura fulminant disease. Which caused his stiff neck, nausea, respiratory collapse, shock, and organ failure. According to the report, purpura... Fulminant is a rare complication that comes with septic shock, which means the college student experience, according to the report. Over the course of his hospital stay, his condition worsened and he developed necrosis, 
the death of tissue and cells. At that point, doctors had to amputate his legs and fingers. He also needed a pacemaker for 13 days to treat his cardiac dysfunction. So what the fuck happened? My God. Before I finish the story, how would you like to be a medical professional? Uh, medical professional. God, I can't talk today. Um, the whole point in your work day where you're like uh, 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 cutting off a leg. How does that not rattle you to your core? How is it? Because you know how we hear about like stressful jobs like cops and firemen and the things that they see on a daily basis. And then you oftentimes hear about a, uh, a person in those professions taking their own life because of the stress. I mean, how do you not hear about the doctor who does this for a living? I mean, maybe it does happen. You just don't hear about it. I don't know. Maybe maybe the amount of money they make makes them like, oh, well, just, uh, just part of a day's work. Let's go fucking buy a Bentley. I don't know. But I, I can't. Uh, wow. What a traumatic way to make a living. Hacking off limbs. Oof. So what happened here? Experts have warned against the dangers of improperly storing leftover rice because items such as rice and pasta contain a bacterium called Bacillus cereus, C-E-R-E-U-S. That bacteria produces a toxin when food is left out too long. When heated and left out too long, according to the CDC. I don't believe a word of this. The CDC said it. No. Fake news. I'm not going to trust the CDC. They're part of big pharma. I'm a stupid fucking asshole. Dick. In 2008. A teenager died in his sleep after eating leftover pasta that was not refrigerated overnight. A curse that, uh, God, a case that was reported in the Journal of Clinical Microbiology. Fake news! The medical team learned, learned that although the Massachusetts student hadn't received a first dose. Uh-oh, here we go. The medical team learned that although the Massachusetts student had received a first dose of the meningococcal vaccine, he never received the recommended booster. Fake news! Fake news! His roommate also ate the leftover food and vomited, but didn't have life-threatening reactions. Oh, my god shit so let this be a lesson do not eat rice or pasta that is not appropriately stored do not eat food that's been left out as a rule of thumb don't do that god i cannot believe that Boomer Bob 
Says, oddest case of Tourette's I've ever seen. He tells the truth. Does this mean bad news News for Saul's Thai Cobb sandwich? Sticks Swim Champ says, if that kid had ivermectin, he would have had, he would have both his legs, probably would have grown his third leg. Yeah, Boomer Bob, he's all about the conspiracy theories. Oh, man, these two. Boomer Bob and um, who's the other idiot? Philly Dick. What's his name? Philly Dick and Boomer Bob and I don't know, Philly Fuck. No, is Boomer Bob, is Boomer, Boomer Bob's the Alabama dumbass, right? John Jismingo, that's the guy. All right, you fuck you, soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When is your next show? When do you, it's kind of like, I don't know when you guys are on off the top of my head. Isn't it on twice a week, Bob? I see it from time to time on Twitch. You're tonight. And John Jismingo's in New Jersey, lives in Jersey? I know that. What part of Jersey? All right. I'll see you. I'll see you there. I know Kate will be there. And Nick will be there. You should watch that stream. That's a great stream. They're wrong about everything, but they're entertaining. The Boomer Bunker is an entertaining stream. I will say that. They do a good job. They're wrong about everything, but they do a good job. It's entertaining. I don't... Don't go there if you actually want facts. Go there if... This is what they do. They sit there and they play videos of other conspiracy theory assholes and then they talk about them. That's that's the show. From two really, really dumb individuals. <laughs> They're like, fuck you, Eric Zane, you asshole. Fuck you, Saul. Donut, donut, donut. I've had it with you sons of bitches. This is the last fucking rubberneckish. A lot of people started talking about this, and there are some podcasts that are right out of Michigan. One of these is the Eric Zane podcast. Eric Zane, who was fired Ooh. from... Eric Zane, he was... Uh, I, he know, was a, I know, he was, <laughs> I know. He uh, was part of... Whoever that was, he cracked himself up. The morning show, I think, it was called Free Beer and Hot Wings, and then somehow he got fired and now he's doing his own show he was the guy that was on watp who are these podcasts the first time i was cringe of the week when i had the meltdown on rubberneckers absolutely lost his mind at the clip too it was yeah. glorious yeah he thought it was funny We're done in history well i didn't know at the time that eric zane was a nazi i had no idea <laughs> what the fuck yeah, he's a Nazi. This is how he responded to what Whitmer did. But Whitmer, in my opinion, hurt her chances of getting my vote with this bullshit move. She should have dropped the hammer. She should have said, uh, she should have locked us all down again. She should have said vaccine mandates. Uh, everybody has to get vaccinated or they have to leave Michigan or they're put in jail. She should have said that there's Gestapo <laughs> on the street saying, show me your papers. I would have been all for that. But no. All you dummies now are going to win your Herman Cain awards because of this shit 
and she is partly responsible. Screw that. My God. That's your buddy. Okay, dude, if you are that fucking scared <laughs> and that worried to blow it out of proportion like that, that we, we would need Gestapo and paper police, don't fucking go outside. From what I understand, he's very close to Canada from where he lives. Canada. He should pack up his Nazi ass and move it right across the border to Canada. Because that's exactly what they're doing. He should. He would love it over there. I love going yeah, to Canada. Yeah, you want to get fined for accidentally misgendering someone? Be my guest. He would love that. I mean, I, ne- I couldn't believe he was that much of a leftist. I was shocked when <laughs> yeah, I heard I that. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, he's calling the other guys dummies? At least they're not Nazis. I mean, that's what actual Nazis would say. It's as that's, fascist that's as it gets. absolutely nuts. I couldn't believe it. That's why I had to pull it. I was like, holy shit. I listened to the show. But then again, as Eric says, Oh my God in heaven. Shoot me in the fucking face. Well, you know what? Your stormtroopers, your Gestapo, you might get your wish one day, Eric. How is it that bad? I actually had to rewind it. And go back and listen to it again. I thought I misheard him. I thought maybe, you know, as I was driving, he was talking about somebody else. Nope. Nope. Okay, so there's numerous there's numerous uh, comments here. Uh, Wingsguy71 says, no ear for sarcasm, eh, guys? Kyle says, does not appear they get parody jokes. And by the way, this is not the Boomer Bunker. That was the Gaslighting Podcast. <clears throat> no, well, I mean, you got to understand. It is not the easiest thing in the world to think. And these, those, are, those are stupid people. But stupid people can't have podcasts. And frankly, stupid people doing a podcast, that's a good podcast. If, if there's stupid people talking... I want in. I want to hear stupidity. Because if stupid people are talking, it's going to draw something out of the non-stupid people. Who's going to be like, what the fuck? And if it draws something out, that is a winner. I guess that show is now dead. It's a dead show. Gaslighting with John and Devin. Why did they stop? Why do you people... Stop podcasting. You should never, ever stop podcasting. Stick Swim Champ says, it's bad enough to not get hyperbole through text. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, Zany, uh, it's, uh, Nick says, Eric evidence that that is a fact. Talking about stupid people having a podcast. Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm not stupid. Sometimes I'm smart. Sometimes I'm stupid. I'm just like you guys. We're all in the same boat. I, I do actually think that I'm smarter than all of you, though. I'm a little stupid, but you guys are all really, really stupid. Really dumb. There's some dumbasses that enjoy this show. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Um, Where Zaniac Zoo makes more sense in the chat than the hosts do. Well, yeah, I can understand your opinion. I can, you know... Uh, on this show, I, I, you absolutely make your opinions known here that you are my sounding board. I am so happy that you are there. You can do that. 
What is that called again? Um, there, there's a phenomenon. Um, stupid guy thinks he's smart because Nick wrote breaking, breaking news. Stupid guy thinks he's smarter than everyone. What the fuck is that? Um, what is that called again? It's not called Godwin's Law or something like that. Godwin's Law is the Nazi thing. There's something that people say when someone thinks that they're smarter than they're not. What the fuck is that? Adam the Odd, while you guys come up with that, Adam the Odd says, Bob thinks vinyl is puke. Um, well, I kind of agree um, that vinyl sucks. I mean, I have, a, I have a record player right here that was given to me as a gift. I've got a bunch of records over there. And what do I do? I listen on my fucking phone. I never, ever listen to any, uh, any of, my, uh, of my vinyl. In fact, I've been giving it away to Adam. No, it's not conceited. That's not it. There's a term. There's a term for someone who thinks that they're smart. I got I to gotta know what this is. As soon as I see it, I'll recognize it. Um, term when uh oh okay hang on this is a bad idea come on term when person thinks smart smartest person in room Dunning-Kruger that's it the Dunning-Kruger effect the Dunning-Kruger effect is a type of cognitive bias in which people believe they are smarter and more capable than they really are. That is me. I am absolutely that. Essentially, low-ability people do not possess the skills needed to recognize their own incompetence. Maybe not, because I do recognize my incompetence. The combination of poor self-awareness and low cognitive ability leads them to overestimate their own capabilities. The term lends a scientific name and explanation to a problem that many people immediately recognize, that fools are blind to their own foolishness. As Charles Darwin wrote in his book, The Descent of Man, ignorance more frequently begets confidence than does knowledge. Well, what is, where does that leave me? I think I'm just a dunce. I think I'm just an idiot. But I've had a, uh, if you really want to, if you're around someone who is aware of that and someone, or like, let, for example, Bill Simonson. If I'm around Bill Simonson and he's talking and I'm in a group of people and he starts making no sense again or saying something stupid or thinks that his opinion is right when it's not, you just have to say Dunning-Kruger. And the smart people in the room or people who are aware of that will go, oh, uh-oh, they'll know the reference. Bill will not know that reference. If you say to Bill, Dunning-Kruger, he's not going to know what you're talking about. Ram says this, is, this description is not Eric. He is an idiot on purpose. All right. Does it say Eric Zane underneath it? That's nice. Thank you. All right. Where am I here? Okay. We're running long. Um, I have 
some great stories that I want to get to on the Patreon. One I have mixed feelings about. It was an 18-year-old girl at a Starbucks. An older man starts talking to her. The people that are working at the Starbucks assume the worst. And they sprung into action. This is kind of a sign of the times. I don't know if this is necessarily a bad thing. It was an overreaction. But I still think it was a good thing. I'll explain that. Also on the Patreon. There's this, uh, there's a hot barista, and I'll, I'll show you what she looks like right here. And, she, <clears throat> excuse me, she's getting a lot of odd requests. And, uh, shit, I don't want to. Now, I can't really show you because it'll reveal the story, and I don't want to do that. But she's super hot. And, uh. She's known as the bikini barista. So she's doing this on purpose. She knows this is, you know, she's using God get God's gifts to make a little cash. But some of the male patrons keep asking her to do something that is a little odd. And I don't know how guys are fucking gross. They really are. You know, um, I have long since adopted, um, a goal to not be creepy. The last, because first of all, if you see silver haired little shit like me walking around the gym, old men have a rap sheet of being creepy. And I'm well aware of this. And I've talked about this. The women at the gym dress well in workout clothes. And there's nothing I can do about that. And the workout clothes, they just leave nothing to the imagination. And I don't ever want to be the guy who someone thinks is a creep. So I, man, I look at the fucking floor. I look at the floor. I look at the ceiling. I don't ever, my eyes are just looking at the weights and that's it. And yesterday I was um, doing something on the bench, which by the way, tangent out on this story. I was doing these things called skull crushers and you lay on your back and the weight, oops, the weight, pr- pretend I'm like laying down. You hold the weight up here with one of those squiggly bars that you use for curling. And I got it over my head and you bring it down like this to your head and then back up. It works the back of your arms. And, um, I don't put a lot of weight on there. And, um, it's a pretty hard exercise. They call them skull crushers because if you lose it, you, you know the bar hits you in the head. Skull, so um, I, I put uh, uh, the bar weighs 25 and I put a 10 pounder on each side. And then I'm going to get the five pounder and the two and a half pounder that's going to go also on each side. So I put the 10 pounder on and then I walk over to where the weights are. And there's this enormous man. He's a big dude. And he looks like he could like bench press the world. And I kid you not, this actually happened. I can't believe I forgot this story when I was talking about bench pressing, but I'm glad I remembered now. He walks by my little area there 
and he's he can't hear me. He's got earbuds and I didn't say anything. So if I said anything to him, he wouldn't have heard me. But he actually walked up to the weight, looked at it, and sneered and shook his head. Like he went, Pfft. like he was disgusted that someone, me, was lifting that amount of weight. <laughs> he was shaming whoever was lifting that. And I, I he might have known that I was setting up my weights. I don't know. But it didn't matter. But he was... There's, I can't figure out what he was doing. The only logical explanation is he was sneering at whoever the piece of shit is, me, who's lifting that light weight. And he, he, he had a, a visceral moment where he acted out and he sneered and shook his head. He actually, it was like if he was making a noise, it would have been, yeah. I mean, and he had that look too. He actually, he looked down, he stopped over it, looked down and went, Shook his head and then walked away. And I'm like, going, oh, no. What the fuck? So I'm like, well, what do I do? And I'm like, well, I know what to do. Nothing. So I, I put my little weights on there. I did my exercises. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What's, holy shit. So what a fucking Neanderthal caveman that was. But anyway, back to the original reason why I brought this up. There's a chick there right next to me with her ass right in my face and super tight uh, fucking yoga pants or whatever the hell with like the, the, they're the type of yoga pants where nowadays they like um, have sh- sh- uh, sheer spots. You ever see those? There's like the regular pant and then it's sheer in very various areas to show more skin or there's little slits in it to show more skin. You know, I'm waiting now for just a waistband with like a muff zone, and then that's it. And then the rest is just open leg. Why, why, why not that? Why not have just a waistband with a muff cover, and then, and then that's it? So she's got 99% mesh and slits on these yoga pants, and her ass is right in my face, just to my right. And I'm laying on the, and I do my, my bench, my little skull crushers. I put the weight down back onto the floor and then I sit up and she's right here doing lunges. And I'm like, don't look. And she's, she's probably like 23, you know? And I'm like, I, I couldn't tell you what she looked like. I couldn't tell you if she was hot or not. Cause I didn't look, I sat there recovering. Uh, and, and this is me with my head down. Seated on the end of the bench, staring at my feet. Waited a little bit of time, recovered, and then got back at it. I I will not look at you. I don't want anything to do. I I'm because if I even glance, someone's gonna see me looking at your muff cover, and that's gonna be a horrible, horrible thing. Um Eric is full of judgment. I didn't judge anything. All of my story is how I didn't look at her. Why is that? I'm not judging anyone for one. Jesus, so GD dramatic. I'm not looking at you. Well, you are a person. You cannot relate to what I'm telling you. You cannot be uh, um, pegged as a creeper. I can. You have no way 
of uh, ascertaining this feeling that I that I could poss- I, that I could be possibly looked at that. Okay. So shut up, you stupid hussy. My God. I just try to, that's all I do. I just try to avoid looking like an animal. Um, Former NFL football player Reuben Riley works out there. Reuben was a four-year starter at Michigan. Uh, And who who did Reuben play for? Hang on a second. Reuben works out at our gym, and he was there um, yesterday. And Team Knuckle Dragger. Look at Ruben. Ruben's a gigantic offensive lineman. This is Ruben when he played at Michigan. He lives in the area and he works out at the Y. So Ruben is over there with another gigantic man. And Team Knuckle Dragger is on hand. And uh, Ruben is there. And I, I come walking up and uh, I, I say to Ruben, I go, hey, uh, are these guys bothering you? And he goes, what? I go, yeah. If the, they give you any static, I will take care of your light work, Ruben. Just let me know. These guys don't shut up. And he goes, yeah, I tell you what. If you have a remote control to quiet them and mute them, that would be great. That's our pal Ruben Riley. And I, I think uh, Ruben, I'm not really sure about his pro career. I think he bounced around a little bit. But um, he is, I mean, my God, he fills up a room. Sweet guy, too. Very, very nice man. Works out with your old pal, Eric Zane. Uh, Wear a hat. It helps hide your eyes and avoid looking like a perv. No, I'm not looking at anybody. Zero expectation of privacy. The minute you leave the walls, you you live behind. Don't like it. Cool. Fuck out of here. Well, yeah, maybe, but I just, I just don't want to be seen looking at someone that I shouldn't be looking at. I just, I'm very, very conscientious of that. Okay. So anyway, this barista, she has a bikini on, so she serves a coffee the guys are asking her to do something weird and it's creepy as fuck. We'll talk about that on the Patreon. We got the asshole of the day coming up in just a second. Yesterday was the necrophiliac asshole who um, just south of here in the Kalamazoo area looked up how to have sex with the dead and then got in his car and ran over some lady out for a run and dragged her body off to the woods and had sex with her. I cannot believe that story. And then the lawyer for the necrophiliac is like, I don't, yeah, definitely allow him to make bail. I don't think so. We'll be looking for an asshole of the day in mere moments. Bennett flooring installation uh, reminds you that they're giving away a flooring install. This is going to cost you zero. We are looking for a recipient for this. In round number three of the Bennett Flooring Installation Great Flooring Giveaway. If you've sent an email in the past 
I deleted it. Can you send it again? Also, if you're just hearing about this for the first time, um, yeah, that's, you know, I understand swallowing your pride and saying, hey, this would really, really help us out is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, we can keep you anonymous, but I do have to scrutinize. So please send it along to eric at ericsangio.com. Someone is going to be awarded uh, a flooring install into their home from Bennett Flooring Installation. It's coming up for the uh, Easter season. So it'd be like, hallelujah, he has risen. Let's get some free flooring. If you want to um, hire Bennett Flooring Installation, reach out. Call or text 616-318-0167 in West Michigan. The cheapest way to install flooring and have it look great is Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. The flooring that I want you to buy, I want you to buy it from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. They are in Granville, Michigan, right behind Little Caesars along Chicago Drive. Okay. This is a warehouse. This isn't like a fancy showroom or anything like that. You're going to walk in to the little vestibule in front. There's a desk there. One of the staff's working there. How you doing? Yeah, I'm here to let's see what you got. All right. It's all in there. Big warehouse. Kent on a fucking uh, forklift driving around shit pulling his hair out, trying to figure out where to put stacks of flooring that Darwin buys for a very low price. Darwin has the luxury of the nearby warehouse, so he buys flooring at a really, really low price from the manufacturers, and then he can send it along and uh, sell it to you for a cheaper price than anyone else I can promise you. So go to the discount outlet first, Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet, If they don't have what you're looking for at a low price, go down the street to the main showroom. That's what you need to do. However, I'm guessing more often than not, you will find what you want at the discount outlet. Also, stand by. I got to sneeze. Oh, my gosh. Um, If you say my name... To um, the folks at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet, you're going to save an additional 10%. Okay? At Johnson's. All right. Asshole of the day. I talked a lot about Billy completely losing touch on that Jawan Howard story. I talked about Matt Stafford and his stupid wife and the stupid podcast. And their stupid response to the dumb racist chick falling off the stage. We had the own goals. Um, We had the man who's not 163 years old. Um, We had Dear Meathead. We talked about eat leftovers, get your legs and fingers cut off. Um, And I think I'm going to go with um, the guy who shamed me at the fucking gym. I can't think of anybody else who could be the asshole of the day. Shaming asshole at gym. Guy was as big as a house too, man. (laughs) Rob says, whoever stored the rice 
There you go. That is your asshole of the day. Um, asshole of the day. Anyone who complains about being looked at while wearing clothing, you wouldn't wear as a nursery school teacher in a public setting. If I can read your lips without looking at your face, that's on you, not me. Well, no one really complained. Uh, I think you're kind of putting a variable into a story uh, that didn't actually happen. Uh, I just try to uh, err on the side of caution. That's all. It's not my fault you hate women, Nick. My God, what's your problem? Hey, Nick, um, why don't you do this? Text me some jokes that you said um, in the show later on today or tell me to go back and, and, and look up at some cool jokes that you wrote and we'll go back and review them. That'll be, that'll be super funny. Hey, oh man, I, you missed some cool jokes that I said. They're really funny. Go back and read them. Idiot. Yeah, sure. No problem. That's a good one. That, that'll be real funny. Out of context. Stupid fucker. Eric, go back and read comments. Yeah. Have a good one, folks. Talk to you. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.